0: welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. I had an occasion to be working with a group of people on a committee. We're trying to accomplish a task. And it's quite involved, complicated, a lot of detail, a lot of time in that kind of thing, very tedious work. And it has come to my attention that there are so many people who are willing to just get an average job done, not their personal best, just uh, adequate, an adequate job. And I'm always so surprised. It's so shocking to me. I don't know if it's that I'm a perfectionist. I don't know what it is. But when I go out to do something, my intention is the very best, 110% that I can give. And I'm always so taken aback when that, when I see that there are so many people that doesn't even occur to them to do anything than the most basic, minimum, adequate job. And it's not only in my own personal small dealings on this particular project, but I mean, it goes all the way up, even these Senate confirmation hearings for Justice Alito. And as I watch these proceedings, I can't get over how ridiculous they are. They're just not productive. They're full of pomp and circumstance. They're full of backslapping and schmoozing. And every once in a while, a senator will ask questions of substance. There'll be evasive answers. Nothing gets accomplished. I'm not even sure what the point is of wasting Americans money on this kind of a process. It's disturbing, it's aggravating, and in the end the it's a show. Basically, that's what it is. It's a show so that we Americans can feel like perhaps perhaps we're being given a choice. But I'm not sure that we're even being given a choice. I'm really not, and and it's upsetting because I see this process as a whole lot of people who are entrusted by us with positions of great power, and we expect them to do the best job they can. And I don't see personal best happening here. I really don't. It's it's frustrating. You know, these people, It's it's not... Like a poorly paid job or anything uh, I mean if you're a if you're a, a congressman or a senator you, you're making you know a buck and a half hundred and fifty thousand a year or more probably I'm sure um, I think it's actually a hundred and fifty five right now, but you know it's a decent amount of money they got nice budgets to work with and they're, they they're, it's a job it's a real job and it's um, it's enough that one would expect them to really be working hard. And some senators probably do really work hard. And others, they're going through the motions. They've been in this job for so long that there's no passion. So we've nominated an adequate candidate for the highest court in the land. And the American Bar Association does their rating thing. And there's all kinds of emphasis put on this, you know, a uh, seal of approval. And it seems so silly because the way that they explain their rating process is you can rate on a scale from zero to one, zero being not acceptable, and one being well qualified, or the most qualified, I'm sorry. On that scale, Powell received a 1, Rehnquist Associate Justice received a 0.89, O'Connor a 1, and Thomas, Clarence Thomas, a 0.4, the lowest of the uh, rankings. So, what does it mean? On a scale from zero to one, you either stink or you're a one. Uh, you know, it seems very bizarre. He's adequate. Obviously, he's not adequate because there are lots of people who feel that his views are out of sync with the rest of the country. Now, he's being appointed for a lifetime. That's a long time. I don't think it's really easy to get rid of a Supreme Court justice if you decide that the guy is, like, wacky. There's a number of things that have come up that concern me, and they speak to doing your personal best and working with integrity and you know it seems like a little silly thing he said he would recuse himself with cases regarding Vanguard, and he didn't he goofed, he missed one. You don't goof on stuff like that that's that speaks to you doing your personal best if you know you write on a sheet of paper that certain cases you won't hear. it wasn't like there were hundreds of cases that he wouldn't hear. it was specific conflicts of interest that he wouldn't hear any any attorney understands this concept. If if you're my client or I have some personal interest with you, whatever, I can't represent you in a case against, you know, with so and so. It's common. This is common stuff. I, I I think sometimes that this process seems to think that the American people are somehow Not paying attention or misunderstanding. We don't misunderstand. It's pretty simple. If I go to work and my boss says to me, This is a conflict of interest. So if this comes up, you can't be involved. I say, Okay. Now I go through and I'm not involved in whatever that is that I'm not supposed to be involved in. The time that I become involved and that boss finds out, that boss is going to come to me and say, Hey, I told you you couldn't be involved in this because it was conflict of interest. You're fired. It's simple. That's the real way that this stuff works for the average working person. Now, when you get appointed to positions where you have a lifetime of job security, I guess you don't have to worry about stuff like that. I don't know. I've never had a job where I had lifetime job security. I mean, the whole concept of that is just ludicrous to me. Now, I I, I think these judicial positions should not be politicized. I do think that. On the other hand, this is a democracy, and this court has to represent all of the interests in this country, and if a court is leaning too far to one side, then it's not representing the interests of all the constituency, and it's disturbing And, you know, I did this podcast the other day about the us versus them. Well, you know what? This is like an us versus them situation because this court is now going to be made up of eight men and one woman. That in and of itself is not representative of this country at the very basic guts of what differentiates us and them. I'm sorry, but there's just no way that that kind of mathematics can represent the statistics of this country. It just can't. And it doesn't. And his remarks on the Roe v. Wade issue are very disturbing, to say the least. The way that he speaks about this issue... It's very obvious that he has a deep personal opinion, and I don't know that his deep personal opinion couldn't play into this. I mean, not just him, anybody. If you have a deep personal opinion about a particular topic, a particular issue, and you can't be open-minded, and I don't feel that he's being open-minded. He's certainly not being open in his answering of questions. He's evasive, as all of these kinds of confirmation hearings are. He's trying to say as little as possible, let us know as little as possible, so he doesn't screw it up. You know, we just want to know who you are, so that we can know if you really truly represent us, so that we know if we're making a good Choice. And that goes back to the personal best. Don't give me adequate answers. Don't give me just, I'm going to give you the bare minimum of what I need to do to be adequate. That is so unacceptable to me. I want 110% because that's what I'm willing to give. I want to hear you tell me who you are. I want to hear you tell me what you think. I want to know what your opinions are on how you would rule on issues in a general way. Obviously, you can't speak specifically to a made-up case, but in general, do women have the right to choose their own reproductive destiny? That's like a yes or no question. You think yes, you think no. Would you consider Roe v. Wade to be law? Yes or no? You know, to answer, well, there's been a precedent. It could be overturned. There's been a precedent. <sighs> uh, you know, it's frustrating. It's disturbing. It's 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 certainly not um, not making me happy. I don't think he's a great choice. I think he's adequate. Does he know the law? I think yes. Is he fair? Probably most of the time. Does he have biases? We all do. The disturbing part about it is he's not being straightforward, up, forthright, honest, and giving the American people in these hearings his personal best, putting it out there and telling us who he is, telling us what he thinks, giving us a sense of this is the right choice. We are making a good choice. We're not making a choice at all. We're just watching him be adequate, giving us an adequate show. Not good, not bad. So, what can you do? Adequate. Bah humbug. You know, the reason I think that people do that is... To be really passionate about something and to really take a stand on something and to give 110% to something means really making a commitment and really going for it. And if you're really going for it, you're not holding anything back. And if you're not holding anything back, then there's no doubt in anybody's mind what you think, who you are, where you're going. Not only is there no doubt in anybody else's mind, but there's no doubt in your own mind. So who knows? Maybe, maybe he was giving his personal best. Maybe in his mind, he's so smart that he figured out that if he gives an adequate representation, just enough to be safe, not too much to get into trouble, adequate enough to get the job, then he did it right. Maybe. 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 It's just very frustrating to me. I I, I, I guess I'm an all-or-nothing kind of person. You know? Is that a good thing? Mm, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it is. But you know what? The people who have really been able to... do amazing things. The people who, who are my role models that I admire are people who give 110%, who are committed and dedicated professionals who are willing to just take a stand, make a commitment, 110%, no holds barred going for it. And that's what I really love to see. So tell me what you think about the personal best issue. Tell me what you think. I'd really love to know. I, I, I'd really love to know. Until tomorrow, this is Alan Ironde signing out.